I am back with my notebook. Hello, you guys. I've missed you the last couple days. I hope everything is well. So now that we have finally hit the start of spring and here in Saskatchewan, we really hit the start of spring. It's so wonderful. Uh, I think we had like 20 degree weather the day before spring. It was beautiful. I was outside in just like a light sweater out for a long walk. So I've spent uh, quite a bit of time just enjoying the weather and enjoying the change of season. Spring always brings a newfound optimism. I always find that towards the end of winter, especially because here winters can get really, really long. Like it can be the start of spring, but it's still winter. It can, when you live in Saskatchewan, still be winter into April. So kind of just depends on the year and the cards that you're dealt. It may be global warming somewhat, but uh, it's nice this year and I'm feeling the, the stirrings of optimism and also the stirrings of change. So for uh, the last probably at least half decade, likely longer, probably closer to a decade if I'm being real, um, I go through a quarterly planning process. And I tune my quarterly planning process to the change of seasons. Because what I notice is that whenever there's a season change, when we're going from spring to summer, summer to fall, fall to winter, etc., I feel this um, kind of inner restlessness typically around this time, this desire to kind of switch things up to uh, get clarity on old goals or new goals and just um, really start like nailing down some ideas on what I want to work on. Um, it's often a period of, of just feeling like I need to I start feeling a little bit scattered, like I'm off in too many directions, like I really need to bring my energy back down um, and uh, have like more of a singular focus. This is a really, really predictable cycle for me. So every um, every season change, like I said, I start to get this feeling. And as such, I've, uh, and I'm not sure it's a chicken and egg problem, right? Um, I've been quarterly planning for a really long time in seasonal intervals. So is that restlessness because it's a change of season or is it because I'm just in the habit of planning at the change of seasons? I'm not sure, it doesn't really matter. Um, but here we are at the start of spring and I am thinking through my next quarter. I really like to, um, the way that I approach planning is that I plan for the entire year and then I, I spend quite a bit of time on that. So uh, I think last year I spent easily like a good week just thinking through my entire year. And then I scrapped a lot of it afterwards, like a few weeks into it, it was like, nope, no, this isn't going to work for me. This isn't, I'm just going to drop all those plans. Um, and then uh, every quarter, I kind of like to refine those plans because if I don't do a quarterly review, I find that I just start really drifting and I don't accomplish much and I don't really, I kind of like lose focus and I lose track. And it's the one thing that helps me stay really oriented towards big projects. Because the thing is, is you can get a lot done in 90 days. That's uh, um, like, you can get a significant project off the ground in 90 days. You can record a music album in 90 days. So say for example, last year, it was the start of spring and I made the decision to record an album in summer and I made it happen. So in the springtime, I finished all of my demos. I gathered together my team, uh, did all the prep work. And then in the summer, we recorded the album. Uh, another thing that I've done in a 90 day frame of time is I put on a piano convention. So I said, you know what? I want to just meet with some of the coolest people that like whose videos I've watched on piano lessons, whose blogs I've read, etc. I want to like have an excuse to meet them and interview them. So I decided to spend 90 days putting together a piano convention where I um, basically like created all this content around the interviews and segments that they did and uh, released it to the, the wider world of piano. That was a really fun experience. It was pretty tough, but again, it was like a 90 day 
90 day kind of experience. I started it um, in the spring and I released it at the start of summer. So a lot of projects that I do and a lot of big things that might seem pretty difficult to achieve are totally doable in the, the span of a quarter. So I really like 90 day chunks for moving the needle forward in, in significant ways. Um, three months is a long enough time to implement, like say a diet habit, like say you want to lose 20 pounds. Um, you could get like a significant amount of the way there in three months. Like it's a, it's a long time. Um, but it's a very reasonable amount of time as well. So three months, uh, is enough to accomplish a major goal, but it's not so much time that, uh, you can kind of procrastinate and push things aside to later. Because if you said, if you set a yearly goal, like this year, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Um, what ends up happening if you just set that as a yearly goal, you might have some momentum at the front of the year, but then you're kind of like, oh, I'll get there by the end of the year. Uh, because you can really accomplish that goal in three months as opposed to a year. So I like keeping things in the realistic time frame of a quarterly span. Um, because I feel like it just makes them much more likely to actually be done. There's a bunch of things you could, um, you know, basically install like a, a fitness habit in three months. Um, if you worked with say a personal trainer for three months, you would probably make some pretty significant gains in your fitness. That's not something I'm planning to do in the next three months. Um, but there's a lot of different things. So one, one way that I've gone about, and I'll be talking about quarterly planning more throughout the week, just because I'm going through this process and it's top of my mind. Um, but one way to frame this that I really quite like, and I try to keep this in my mind, are what are the three big things? Because my tendency is to over plan, uh, or which many of you are probably aware of, but I like to um, try to hone in my desire to do all the things all the time by centralizing on three ideas. What are like the three things I would like to do? So um, I haven't fully settled on what those three things are for the, the quarter. I kind of have a guiding light principle of what those three things are for the year for me, but I still need to kind of nail them down. But um, three things could be something like uh, plan a plan and host a piano convention. Try to think of what, what the other two things I was doing. Cause I know I was planning in threes at that, at that point in time, I probably had some kind of like, uh, like parenting goal or some kind of fitness goal or something like that in there as well, just to, um, to keep things balanced. Like I wouldn't, plan three big work goals. Like I wouldn't do plan a convention, launch a course, do, like it, it'd just be too much. But if you have three big goals, like if nothing else happened except for these three things, um, and they're in different areas of your life that are complimentary, like, uh, oh, maybe one of them for me would have been starting a garden because in the springtime I do, um, and I'm doing that again this year, I do spend a lot of my energy and attention on gardening. So that's a totally different thing than working online. It's like my hands are in the dirt and I'm doing this like very physically laborious task. Gardening is hard, gardening is, especially when it's cold and damp and like the weather's bad. Uh, sometimes we get frost late into the year and then my plants die and I have to replant them. There's all kinds of calamities that happen uh, when you're gardening, but it's also rewarding, of course, but very, very different than working online. So those two goals are, are quite harmonious. Um, so that's where I'm going to leave you today. Just thinking in terms of uh, what are the three things that would be really cool for you to do this quarter. And I also want to say, so the part I, I like to spread out my quarterly planning over the span of a week, uh, instead of just doing it all in one day, I find that's kind of intense and overwhelming. And I have a life, I have other things that I need to do too. I work, um, but I try to chip away at it all week long. So the thing that I started this week doing 
that uh, is useful and it's a bigger project than I definitely have time for, uh, but at least doing it a little, is organizing. There's something about starting a new quarter with a nice clean slate that feels really, really good. So the task management that I do, so I use, um, I, I think I talked about this in January, but I use Notion as a way to organize all my ideas and plans and everything. It's just a program I use. It's not a task manager. It's more like a sophisticated word processor, but I use it for basically like keeping track of my life, keeping track of my projects and things like that. So I go through all my projects, project lists, all my um, very GTD based, like getting things done based um, action plans and things like that. Um, going through my yearly goals um, and seeing if they're still relevant, which oftentimes they're not. And I kind of need to adjust things and pivot. Uh, so that's where I've been at. I've been kind of looking at my quarterly goals, like for Q1, and I've looked at, okay, what did I do? What didn't I do? And basically just dumping on a word document, like a word processor, all the things that I did and didn't do in the quarter, the things that I said I wanted to do and the things I actually did. And the thing that I always get from this process is a surprising amount of stuff. Like when I'm looking at it, when I think about this year, so far, I think, oh, I don't think I've actually done that much. But then I write it down. It's like, oh, okay, actually, a lot of things happened. And um, one important component of that and kind of keeping account of the many awesome and exciting things that happen is writing it down on a week by week basis. I try to do weekly reviews. I don't always do it, but I try to keep track of the things that are happening in all areas of my life. Because then uh, it's very easy to get stuck in that recency bias where you only really remember the last few weeks. But if you start going back like a, a few months into the notes that you were writing, what you were learning about in January, what you were working on, what experiences you had, things like that, um, you realize that, oh, wow, like actually quite a lot happens in a quarter. And uh, it's really rewarding to remind yourself of that, especially because this morning I, I was thinking as I started this process, like, man, this was not a good quarter for me. There was a lot of things that went wrong. There was a lot of things that I didn't do that I wanted to do. And I was having a lot of struggles um, that I continue to have. So I was feeling kind of like badly about my quarter. It did not feel like a like, yes, achievement quarter. It felt more like a, oh man, like what am I doing with my life kind of quarter. But as soon as I went through some of my notes, I realized like, okay, this wasn't a high action quarter, but a lot of important things happened. And I made progress in a lot of important ways, even if it wasn't exactly the kind of progress that I was anticipating on making at the start of the quarter. So I really, I mean, I'm kind of all over the place right now, but I really advocate keeping a sort of detailed record of your week by week experience in life, whether it's with work, your habits, your goals, your dreams, um, lessons you're learning, people you're hanging out with, stuff like that, because uh, it's very, very easy to forget the details when you're doing some kind of review or when you're planning for a big, big chunk of time. But anyway, that's all from me today. I'll catch up with you tomorrow.